Hi, lovely people. Charlie Brooks here. In case you didn't already know, Anne Summers stands for female empowerment and sexual wellness and has been placing women at the heart of their conversations for over 50 years. Responsible for putting pleasure on the British high street, they make it their mission to put women's needs first. They have created loyal and flourishing communities such as Fan Summers and the Pleasure Positivity Project. So head to your nearest store to speak to one of their expertly trained colleagues or shop online 24-7 at annsummers.com. Jacqueline was on my hit list of people to speak to. Um, I know a couple of people, mutual friends, basically. I didn't want to directly... It's December 2019, and I'm at a hotel. There's lounge music playing in the background, and I'm currently in a meeting with Natalie, who is Anne Summers' chief marketing officer. And it's going well so far. There's been a piece of research done by some university campuses in the US that um, worked out that women, on average, miss out on 1,734 orgasms in their lifetime compared to a man. What a shame. Because, <laughs> because a man will always come. Always. And a woman doesn't Isn't it like always. 39% or something? Or? 37, I think. I mean, there's... And the female know... orgasm is not taught. Jess Phillips, the MP, who's championing for the female orgasm to be included in sex education. Yeah. I think it into schools is definitely an important thing. I think Sex in the City helped to, to start to change that whole well, conversation the, the rabbit, about rabbits yeah, Of course, well. it was yeah. the 90s when that was a game changer for vibrators. 20 years next year. And that shows the genius yeah. of Jacqueline because she'd already bought the licence before the series launched. She bought the licence to the Rampant Rabbit? Yeah. So we so are that come license. from her? Wow. And one of the things that I, from a marketing perspective, always go out and say is that there is no other brand that speaks to more women about sex every day no. than Anne Summers. So we have a responsibility to then educate people, we call them our sex experts in store, um, to make sure that they have that. Because you, you just have, you have an obligation to make sure the woman who's buying the toy or the couple yeah. are walking out with something that's right for them. Yeah. Here's to happy vaginas. Here's to making <laughs> vaginas happy all over the world. <laughs> I feel that that was very encouraging. Going in, I wasn't sure what to expect. I've had a few pitch meetings now, but I think that that is probably the first conversation so far where I feel like we've really connected on all of the same things. Mindfulness, sex education, wellness. It was really positive. And they seemed interested in what I had to say. We're going to have a follow-up meeting so I can pitch to some of the other key people at Ann Summers. I just really hope that they see the potential of my idea and what it can do. Off the back of that conversation with Natalie, I think it's worth talking here about sex, pleasure and well-being. Now, to some, this might be stating the obvious. And if that's the case, then that is great because progress, right? But for me, when we talk about sex, it feels like historically the focus has been on sexual health. And that is undeniably a really important aspect of human sexual experience. But... On this journey, I'm interested in finding out more about sexual well-being and pleasure. Because I believe they're just as important. I came up with the U because I want to enhance women's sexual enjoyment based upon what we now know about our bodies. But it's also about wellness and how sex can affect our mental and emotional states. Obviously, I'm no psychologist, but for me, it's helpful to approach sex, solo, partnered, whatever, 
in a more holistic way. So, at the same time as pitching to one of the UK's biggest brands, I also want to take time to unpack pleasure a little more. I'm Charlie Brooks, and this is Coming Soon. Now, I've mentioned it in meetings before, but just to say it here, I'm in the process of getting the U trademarked. My lawyer started the application and seems to think we've got about 50% chance. I've had a couple of comments from certain people saying that I will never get it, but I guess we'll see. Okay, so Anne Summers meeting number two. I've brought Tony along for a bit of moral support and I'm about to meet the buyers. And after the last meeting, I'm feeling good. So, here we go. So you got some mini presentation for you all to have a little look at. So you've actually got that name? It's, the application has been made through my solicitor, yeah. Brilliant. It's a good name, isn't it? It's good. Really good, it's really, really good. Also calling it the U then gives you more longevity for expanding the range of things yeah. going forward. Do you want to explain it? That's Lizzie. She's a senior buyer at Anne Summers. So that sits gently on the clitoris. It's not a surface vibration, it's a deep yes, rubber yes, Exactly, it's stimulating all the nerve cells in the whole clitoris, yes. guy encompassing it essentially. Yes, you are. So the vibrations are going obviously the to the impo- those important nerve yes. areas, but kind of in a slower, yeah. more gradual way to build a more intense exactly. experience. Exactly, that's exactly okay. what happens. And potentially we could then have the U2, yeah. which would be ah, insertion yeah. and clitoris, so we could yeah. stick something on there, or, yeah. Yeah. or a U2, so it would be something you could use with your partner. You could use that in the same-sex couple as well, couldn't you? Yeah. 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 Marketing-wise for this, I don't want to run before we're walking, you know, make sure that the product is working and everything. I mean, it does make me slightly nervous because I, I think it would have to be really cleverly navigated. Yeah. Not that I'm even a big celebrity or anything like that, because I'm really not, I haven't been on TV for ages. I think your story you know and your journey is critical to yeah. me. Yeah. I do believe yeah. that that's the piece that we can bring. Um, and that's also the piece that Party Plan really get behind. What was your line yesterday? Project to sell, story to tell. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it makes a massive difference. Yeah. The, the biggest piece around this is to disrupt the market. They're ready for mm. disruption. And I think mm-hmm. how to get attention. There's tons here. I mean, for me, you've already come with your, your branding, your, your identity the kind of manifesto you almost need to do the prototype and the actual business deal piece and then we work out how you would market it yeah cleverly the world's mental health day is on the 10th of october and we've never targeted that day with a specific product self-love masturbation helps migrants helps everything helps everything (laughs) awesome that can go off okay so i've just come out of Anne summers and i have to say i was really really impressed in that meeting okay i know that wasn't my best recording sorry to summarize my debrief with tony they were really engaged with the product and the brand loved the idea got it immediately it's the first time they've seen the prototype and they've never seen anything like it before when pretty much the best the meeting could have gone And it feels like they would make a really high-end product. Tony's saying synergy there. It's a good word. It did feel like good synergy with them. All I need to do now is meet Jacqueline. But before I do, I want to speak to someone who can tell me all about pleasure and the brain. 
Hi there. Hi, Nan. How are you? Really great. I actually did my hair and put makeup on just because I was so excited. Give me an excuse to like actually uh, put some clothes on. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and about what you do now? Okay. Well, I'm a psychotherapist. I'm a sex therapist. I'm a relationship expert and I'm a neuroscientist. So I was always fascinated about the mind because I realized that this big area that was neglected was sexuality. I became a certified sex therapist, which then I met Beverly Whipple, who's the lady who named the G-spot, who's one of my best friends. Hey, Beverly, <laughs> love you. She invited me to help out with the research. And that's how I ended it back into graduate school. I went back for my PhD in neuroscience at 50. It's amazing. And I, I actually published three papers, uh, made the cover of the Journal of Sexual Medicine. Amazing. Yay! Not bad for an old broad. <laughs> it's fantastic. Can you tell me about the research that you did? Well, the first thing that we published was mapping the female genitals into the brain in a systematic way, which had never been done before. It's basic science that wasn't known. Where does the sensation from the clitoris, the vagina, the uh, cervix, the nipples register in the sensation place? What happens is sensation from each of those areas comes into a place called the paracentral lobule. What I call it is the brain's crotch. It's part of what's called the primary sensory cortex where all sensations from the body are processed. Each part of the genitals seem to activate distinct but overlapping places in this brain crotch. And then I went on to look at what happened when women imagine pleasurable stimulation by a dildo compared to imagining having a speculum inserted during a pelvic exam at the gynecologist. Their brains lit up like a Christmas tree. Wow. Oh, it was just beautiful. Then we went on to look at studies of orgasm. My participants who were highly, highly orgasmic women volunteer to come into a scanner and donate an orgasm. So when we orgasm, what is going on in our brains? In one word or two words, blood flow. Lots of blood flow, lots of oxygen, and a flooding of these feel-good chemicals that will boost mood, will make you feel better, enthusiastic, calm. I could give you a list of the neurotransmitters, but who cares? It's this good pharmacy. It's the best workout for your brain. That's what we need. We all just need to have more orgasms. I've been trying to, you know, get people to practice that. I've been trying to remind myself to practice that. Yeah. And I think orgasms are a lot like pizza. There's some pizza that's not so good. You know, like you get somebody taking an English muffin and put some ketchup on it and some cheese. Probably <laughs> not the best pizza. But when you're hungry, it's okay. And then some will knock your socks off. Yeah. When I have had some of my better orgasms, what happens for me is the sensations take me. I'm no longer searching for the sensations. I'm no longer kind of like seeking the buildup. It just kind of takes me away. Yeah. But I think orgasms come in all shapes and sizes from 
like you say, a sneeze to like the petite more. And I think they're all good. So I think if we just kind of let the orgasm find us, yeah, we'll have fun. Follow yeah. the sensations and let the orgasms find us. And the more that you orgasm, the stronger those pleasure pathways become. We say in neuroscience, the neurons or the brain cells that fire together, wire together, becomes very strong, those pathways. Absolutely. Pleasure pathways. <laughs> Pleasure pathways. I love that. Wow. What a job. I loved Nan's comment about orgasms being the best workout for your brain. Okay, so now on to the biggie. In case you don't know, Jacqueline Gold is the CEO, that's Chief Executive, of Anne Summers. And I can't tell you how excited and a little bit nervous I am to meet her. I've never met her before, but I think she's an absolute powerhouse, not just with Anne Summers, but with all the work she does with women in business. So I'm just hoping that she likes the you as much as everybody else seems to. Okay, right, that's going, so we'll just forget that's there. Brilliant. Yeah, I was just to say again, I'm just super impressed uh, with what you put together because, you know, we don't get suppliers go to this much effort. So it was really exciting. You know, and what I always say, it's, it's, it's all about the story. You know, we want that authenticity. And yeah. what's so amazing about you is it's not just about your passion. I mean, that's very, very clear. But also what I love about you is you have something you stand for. You know, and yeah. I think that those are the companies, those are the businesses that really stand out. Yeah. And that's what customers love. So, um, you know, it was, a, it was a real joy to hear that, Great. that journey and that presentation. And is that the actual mould there? Can I? Yeah, of course. So this idea is quite innovative, isn't it? The spongy... Yeah. We love anything like that that's, you know, different. Yeah. That's different to out there. I love that idea. Mm. Um, And the only other thing that I wanted to mention today was that whilst this is fabulous, you know, we normally look at a collection if something is really good, like what can we do to go with it? And I know that you put some lubes and um, ideas in here. And the U2 I want to make, (laughs) (laughs) which which would have a sort of more phallic-looking thing. Yeah. So if, if we were to work together, you know, definitely we would be looking at, hey, can we take this further? Yeah. You know, we've got the, the lubes. Is there other things that could complement this? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so how would it work? To get these, to do this properly, it can be very, very expensive for an I individual. Know, yeah. yeah. Whereas, obviously, we have a structure in place that enables us to absorb that in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, we would see this as a project. I'd certainly be more than happy to help mentor you and support you along Brilliant. that journey um, as I'm sure there are other ambitious things that you yeah you know you have this is just the, the beginning for you it I'm is. sure <laughs> <laughs> I hope yeah that's so, great thank you yeah so it would be the you and yeah. then a couple of gels or whatever and then yeah. obviously we start thinking about the next one yeah. okay so how does how does some of that sound it all sounds really exciting um, <laughs> because for, for us or for me personally it's not just about the product that's what's really important to me as well yeah. fab yeah okay thank you so much let's switch that off brilliant Throughout this whole experience, I've been trying so hard to ignore that little voice in my head that so many of us have telling me that I'm not good enough, that the idea is shit, why should I be able to design something and bring it to market? So to come out of a meeting like that with someone who is that successful, telling me that my idea is actually a good one, makes me feel very affirmed. 
That just makes me feel really good right now, actually. So there's an offer coming my way, which is beyond exciting. But as always, I do feel completely out of my depth. So I'm going to do what I usually do when I need some help. Bring in the fam. Tony Truman, here he is. About... Right, start again. <laughs> OK, we're just talking about um, what I should be looking for with this and summer's meeting and going over the correct questions. I mean, they're going to make you an offer today, aren't they? They're going to make you an offer. You this is my mum in the background. Sorry, darling. Putting in a penny's worth. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. They're going to make you an offer, but then let them do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You hold your cards, go to the test. 100%. You don't have to make a decision there and then. No. Don't talk numbers and don't talk percentages. Just say, these are the points of what I want to discuss with you. Yeah. Then, um, then you need... I don't want him to. I want to do it on okay. my own. And are you, are you going to be able to have... Um, uh, input in the final design, colours and, and packaging. So how much input do I have with regard to the creation? Final creation, yeah. Yeah, I think they'll say a lot. Yeah, ask, ask them to the PR marketing strategy. Yeah, got that. Ask them about future products. How long is this deal for? Is there an exclusivity period? What does that mean? Uh, they said only they can release it and distribute it. All right. But what it is, Charles, it's an agreeing a heads of terms. Yes. Yeah. Usually on a heads of terms, you have, like, I don't know, five to ten key points yeah. for your negotiations. Then after that, mm. they do a pre-contract, and that's when you you have all the finer details in. But there's no point in even discussing that at the moment because you just want to get to, like, an agreed heads of terms basis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Give me a call. Give me a call after. But good luck. Thank you, darling. All right, I will. Hmm. That's good, honey. Well, it's good because you know I think it's important to get advice and and some backup on. Yeah, absolutely. What I need to go through and just I've never negotiated anything. This is the thing. It's the first time I've ever negotiated it's anything. First time for everything, Bob. You're very good at it. It's fine. Oh, we don't know yet, do we? We'll soon find out. For me, it's all about it it's well. all about people. Yeah, it is. And who I want to work yeah. with. That's and I think you, you know. get on with these girls, and they're genuine. You know, she seems lovely. That Jackie girl. Yeah, she is. Um, but then I just keep having wobbles, like I got a bit upset last night. What if this path is completely wrong? You don't reach out and grab things, babe. You ain't going to get them, are you? Mm. Reach yeah. out and grab. You've got to make things happen for you. Are you worried about what other people are thinking? You mean? I, I, I worry less about what other people think, but yes. I think you should worry about that, Gorge, honestly. Okay. I think people would be inspired by it. Good for you, you know what I mean? I hope so. I hope so. And of course, I'm not going anywhere without speaking to my lawyer, Simon, first. 07703. Um, well, I'm about to set off in 20 minutes for my big face-to-face -face offer from AS. Uh, they're going to um, do it in situ in your office? Yes, because she said to me, I want to see your reaction. She went, I don't want to go backward and forward on emails. If there's anything you want to tweak there and then, we'll do it. Very good. Yes. So, headlines. How are they going to take this to market? I'm also, I'd also be interested to know about timing. What's the cycle from initial drawings to product sign-off? And are you involved in the sign-off of the product? Yeah, I've got all uh, of that written down to ask. Yeah, I mean, there's one thing that you might think about. If this was back to a traditional publishing model, you'd get an advance. Yes, I've got that written down as well. It, it shows that they're serious. Yeah. And it recognises the fact you've done some 
thinking and some developing and you spend a bit of money on legals and other stuff exactly to date so if they don't mention an advance in their offer how should i deal with that one um this is the time not to be british at all it's money i know and, right. this is where um, i need to step up uh, the, the real commitment on their part is to fund product development yeah so i think in your gentle charming but business-like way you can make sure with your list in front of you in your notebook that you check check these off. These guys are very experienced retailers, so they know what they're doing. They do. Um, they're making an investment in you, really. It's not just the product. I yeah. think that's pretty cool. And then they said once they use into um, manufacturing, then we can start looking at the U2. The U2. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're on it. Yeah. Okay, good. Be in listening mode. Yeah. And check your questions off as you go through them. Yeah. You're very good at this. Uh, you think from their perspective, you're a really good partner for them. Let's not undersell you here. Let's know my worth. <laughs> Indeed. So don't be British. This is just money. It's a show business, not show friends. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, bye. Bye. So, sat in my car on the motorway, massive building in front of me that says Anne Summers. The ladies will be waiting inside. I have my list of, you know, headlines, the heads of terms that I'd like to talk about today. I'm so business-like right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm really going to, you know, put what I've learned and what um, I know to the test today because I guess I'm going to be actually negotiating. So I need to speak confidently about money, um, although it can be quite uncomfortable sometimes. Uh, I think it's just because I'm not used to it. Here I go. Yeah, in the middle of the table, is that alright? Yeah, yeah, of course, no problem. How are you today? Yeah, not too bad, yeah, how are you? Very excited <laughs> to be here, I've got to say. Can't um, wait. I'm going to go over my list of questions. Yes, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, effectively, what we've been probably looking at is again... I'm meeting with Leanne, who is Anne Summers' commercial manager, to talk everything through. Now, I might summarise this for you, as there was a lot of detail to cover. Essentially, Anne Summers are offering an exclusivity deal for three years, which include launching The U, a toy cleaner, orgasm gel and lubrication in year one. This will be online and across 20 Anne Summers stores, plus internationally across Europe, the US and Australia. 5,000 units for the toy in the first year, increasing year-on-year year with between three and 6,000 units for the lubrication, the gel and the cleaner. They want to help me build this brand, not just one toy. So they're looking to extend the range in years two and three. Packaging, marketing, wholesale, the whole lot. Plus mentoring from Jacqueline. That's included in the deal. Bonus. And an advance. Plus a profit share on all of the toys sold not too shabby. But one of the most exciting things Anne Summers have offered is to help me patent the design. It is mind-blowing that they see my design as worthy of protecting. Absolutely gobsmacked here. Oh, and just to say, I know you're all probably dying to hear about the money side of things, but I'm afraid I'm going to have to leave something to the imagination. The offer, though, was more than satisfactory. Simon will need to look over everything, of course, and I guess some stuff needs to be ironed out, but I'm feeling so, so excited. Good. 
Brilliant, thank you. It's, it sounds great. And I w- I'd like to get moving on it as soon as possible. Yeah. So I'll just have a little, seek yeah. a little bit of advice. Of and course, yeah. then move forward as quickly as possible. I have just left Diane Summers' offices. They don't know that I was there because I took them all a book. Um, I took one to Jacqueline, one to Leanne, who was in the meeting, and Natalie, who was head of marketing. It's a book called Puffy, a reclamation. And on the inside of the cover, I wrote, I would love to accept your offer. Let's do this. Here's to an amazing 2020, etc., etc. So I'm hoping that they're going to receive those within the next hour. And then it's all systems go. It's all systems go. Their deal offer was fantastic. Um, you know, tiny little things tying out with the lawyers, but it's all in tip-top shape. I'm thrilled to be working with them. They feel like the perfect partners. So may this journey continue. Ooh, so excited. I can't believe it's happening. It just doesn't feel real. So things are moving fast. And Summers are hoping to launch in October, which is, what, 11 months away? So we need to get a move on. I'm about to have my first in-person design meeting with Lizzie. We've already had a call, but now I'm about to talk product design, lubrication and lotions. Can't wait. I briefed in, obviously, the toy to the supplier pre-Christmas. Yes. So they've come back with really initial designs but what they've come back with isn't exactly right at the moment what they're doing is looking at all the kind of options they have in terms of the internals you know geeky techie yes super exciting intelligent stuff yeah <laughs> um to make it work essentially yeah. they know it needs to be handheld they know it needs to obviously have the the dip for your finger to hold it's just got no edges it's which concerns no me it's really and yeah. that's where all the motors are going to go and that's exactly what i fed Fine. them already They've kind of got the cushioning part. Yes. I don't know if it, it seems a bit bigger than you would have wanted it to yeah. be. Yeah. But again, even when we get to the 3D stage, that's not like this is the absolute End signed result off we can, thing. Okay. Because that's why we're doing prototypes. Well, it, it does feel funny to see to that see, somebody's yeah. been working on my designs. And, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's yeah. Having it there in front of me like that, even though it's not quite right, is quite exciting. That's good. Yeah. So. <laughs> This guy has just launched into the market. This is a wand. This is a wand. Oops. So, this has got motor in it. I think it's wow. a charge. That's very powerful. That was developed. Jesus Christ. So that's it on full. Yeah, that's great. I've never seen that yeah. before. So this has powerful. specifically been developed to the brief that it had to be as um, strong, stronger vibration as a plug-in wand. So how they've done that is they have developed a new motor. Yeah. You can then build on the back of that development and um, look at utilising the same kind of things. Yes. But making it smaller. So bigger doesn't necessarily mean stronger in motor worlds. It's about the weight of it. Mm-hmm. So what you do to do that is you use heavier weighted metals. 
Um, this has, I think they were saying like 50 different settings. I'm um, not bothered about the settings at all. I know we discussed doing three. Yeah. I think probably five Fine. may be better because what I've also had feedback from and yeah. kind of doing loads of focus groups before is that sometimes those really strong ones can be too intense for some people. Mm. Um, and obviously we want to be as kind of commercial as possible. I'm yeah, in agreement in about that. Cool. Yeah. So that's kind of where we are with the toy at the moment. Okay, Coolio. Exciting. It really is. Well, that was very fun. I'm looking forward to some more of those design meetings. But for now, I'm about to check in with Simon about the deal and trademarking. Professional Charlie Brooks. Hello, good evening. What's happening with our friends? I went in and had a design meeting. They gave me a critical path. Oh, I like a critical path. Oh, I love the critical path. I'll send you the critical. Let me write that down. I'll send Simon critical path. I have to say, and I'm not even making this up. I did listen twice to the lengthy call that you did. Did you? With them, you're in business with really smart people. I found them really impressive. Good. And I thought you were very good too. It looked like you were you were asking really good questions, interested questions. They were giving you really considered answers. I got a really collegiate vibe out of the whole thing. Good. Oh, that makes me really happy. From a lawyering perspective. The document they'll send to you, it's not straightforward. In other words, they don't do these sorts of deals every day. Right. So I'll be very interested to see what the format of this agreement is. Yeah. So being commercially empathetic, my favourite two words, I I think it's probably takes them a little bit of time for their lawyer to pull their finger out and and do what's not a standard deal. Yeah, okay, great. Well, that's all right. We shall wait patiently. I should have more feedback in a few days on the trademark. Um, Yes. But... I was quite encouraged because I think that, you know, you took 50% to be a high number, I took it to be a low number. Okay. In terms of my estimate, my considered estimate. And what they came back on, which I was semi-expecting, was we were a bit ambitious. You don't, we don't need to have your brand on carpet. No. Probably I don't need to talk to you about removing gong from our list of products. A gong? No, a dong. D-O-N-G. What is a dong? I'm not even sure. Google it. Oh, interesting. So dongs are out. We can't make a dong. Which I think we can probably live with. Okay. And I think incontinence pads, we can probably live okay. without. Okay, yeah, we can live without those. All that's going to happen is that the list will be a bit shorter. I think for now, we can probably get it through the registry. And then the next question is, do third parties, mm. supermarkets, brand companies, do they object? And that's they have two months to do so. Right, okay. Generally, they don't. But what they will do, they have a... They'll have a watching notice where they'll see any new thing that comes in that's anywhere near close to what they're doing. Right. I, I can't tell you how that'll go. Because I really um, want it to be called the U, Simon. I know you do. And we're pushing on that basis. Okay, good. Okay, oh, cheer, bye. 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 That's reassuring. Good to know he thinks I'm in good company. Back to Nan with some wise words about pleasure. Pleasure is the signal that the emotional brain works with. So things that feel good and give us pleasure, we're wired to move towards food, sex, partnership, all of that. Things that give us pain, we're wired to move away from. So it's necessary as a learning signal to teach us what's good for us. The other thing is because we are not, as women, encouraged to explore our bodies to enjoy wanking off. Isn't that what you would say, taking a wank? (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. But when you think about it, the length of the clitoris from the hood all the way down into the body is as long as a penis. But it's in the body. It's not outside of the body. So guys have these penises, these Audis, that are a little harder to ignore. And plus, they're encouraged. Or certainly, everybody expects boys to be boys. I can't tell you how many female clients have told me that they have had shaming by parents or caretakers for touching their own bodies. And this is how we get conditioned. When I say conditioned, it's an automatic learning that we don't have to think about consciously, but it gives us this kind of avoidant feeling about touching our body. Pleasure is not a luxury. It's a necessity for a good functioning emotional brain. I absolutely love that. And also your book, Why Sex Matters, which I'm currently reading, you know, it goes beyond sex into life. You got it, Charlie. Sex is the window into which we can look at how our relationship with pleasure is functioning or not functioning. And beneath that, to understand how the core emotions get in the way. These are wired in emotions that we share with all mammals and many animals and psychology and medicine does not pay attention to that. Let's talk about the ladies that were in your lab and what lessons did we learn from those very brave and wonderful women? Well, they were from the ages of 24 to 74 and they all said the same thing. Learn to love your body and learn to be in your body and prioritize. That's actually three things, but <laughs> prioritize pleasure. Those were the top three. Learn to love your body, learn to be in your body, and to prioritize pleasure in and out of the bedroom. That's it. That's what we all need to remember to do, isn't it? Prioritize pleasure. That's going to be my new rule to live by. Speaking to Nan really does affirm all those things I've been thinking about the role pleasure should play in our lives. It's just a good reminder to take some time for ourselves. But like lots of people out there, I am a walking contradiction. And I also have to be mindful that instant gratification can sometimes leave you feeling empty. The journey to self-love can be a long one. Work in progress, but oh so worth it. For now, I'm off to see Lizzie for a catch-up. Okay, so here I am at Anne Summers again. Uh, Christmas and New Year have been and gone. And 2020 is going to be a very, very exciting year. Lots of um, challenges and new experiences it's so weird, like I'm at this point with the design of the product and I still feel like I'm going to be found out. I still feel like I'm winging it. It hasn't felt like work, any of it, because it's been so fun and I love learning about new businesses and um, I, still, I still can't quite believe it. I still just feel like it's not really happening. Like, you know, I haven't really done this. I don't know. I think until I have that first prototype in my hand and then we sign off the mould in China. Um, I don't know. I think I'll just be resistant to it all and to celebrating it until then. So, yes, let's see what this meeting entails. 
um, this is very exciting. So I'm about to see round two of CAD designs. Is that correct? It is. Some of them look a little bit like a stingray. I'm just going to put that okay, out there Okay, so right so now. far we've got a dinghy, <laughs> a stingray. <laughs> right, so... Ooh. I think it's looks definitely funny. getting closer, though. It's definitely getting closer. <laughs> it's, this hasn't got It looks a bit like the, a moon um, cup. It, it definitely does. Um, or like a beluga whale, maybe. Yeah, it, it does. It needs the dip here, and this obviously is pointed lo- it's and too, it shouldn't be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay. This is the second one. So I feel this is more rounded on the edges, mm-hmm. closer to what we want to be getting to with the edges. Yes. And obviously it has the dip here. It just doesn't feel like very stylish at the moment. No, it Do doesn't. You know I mean? It's like it's a bit more finesse. Yeah, I agree. And then this was one where it's obviously similar to the first one, and then they've added nodules to the. Um, which again is too low to the clitoris. Like, the, do they think the clitoris is? Is this designed by a man? <laughs> I think it may yeah. be. Um, I like this one though. We're yeah. getting there. This is probably the closest. I that agree. Needs to be higher up, and this probably needs to be a bit more open. It doesn't look great either. A shape. Yeah, if that makes sense. U shape. A U shape. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I don't know what you feel about having nodules on versus it being smooth. I don't like the look of the nodules. Yeah, I yeah, think I they look like a slippy mat that you put in a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what Fair I mean? Yeah. I want it to be like soft and what we like felt. Like and yeah, yeah, yeah. And spongy. Spongy yeah. is a word. So it can almost mould itself yeah. around the clitoris. Yeah. I think without the nodules, this is probably... Yeah, the closer, the closer yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so that's where we are at the moment. Great, okay. Um, oh, that's exciting. So I think if we take this and get that into the 3D, I'll get them to, like, make that a bit... Um, Wider softer, and, yeah. Move this up, not have the nodules on. Um, how far have you got on the trademarking at the moment? So I had a text from Matt Lair. Heard back again today from the trademarkers register. They've seemingly accepted most of my slightly more focused, refined, amended coverage that will now be published for public view opposition. It's looking decent. Because I think once they post it, then they've got a two month, months. Two months. I think it's oh, two months. Yeah, yeah. He seems but pretty it depends confident. Depends what, what categories you're doing it in as well. We've taken out a couple mm-hmm. of categories like cardboard. We had to take out fine. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't think I can think of anything in the toys sector. Amazingly. That I can think of. We'll keep, we can keep a lookout as well, but that's gonna you're gonna get it through before then. Exactly. Anyway, so yeah. yeah. Cool. Thank you for meeting with us. That that's was, oh no, it was a pleasure. I'm thrilled to have been upstairs. I feel like I'm getting the hang of this. I know what's in my mind, and those designs, however clumsy they are, are progress. And I am so excited to see what's next. All I've got to do now is one final call with Simon and Leanne, and then I think it's a done deal. Hi, Simon. We were just starting to talk about the whole 1st of December piece because I think that that's probably the outstanding bit that we need to talk about, isn't it? Yeah. So I was just kind of giving Charlie some context of where that date's come from. So we are looking that we should have a production sample to be approved kind of beginning mid-November. Lizzie is fairly confident in and feels is realistic. The only reason that we wouldn't want it in there as a hard date is because we do have approval on both sides. So if for any reason... Charlie was really unhappy with it, then she does have the kind of power to kind of veto that that production sample. Not that I think that you would, Charlie, it's just an outside possibility and obviously the contract has to has to reflect outside possibilities. Mm. But yeah, I think it's better to go back and maybe say, could we say that the hard date is later? 
I'll propose um, first to Feb because it gives us more wiggle room. Then I think potentially I could get that in there. So are you happy with that? I think so because I feel quite confident that it's all going to be there in time. Based on Lizzie's feedback, I think I think it's progressing quite well. Okay, I think we're good to go then, Maya. Okay, well, let me take that back to Maria and I'll run that past her. And if that's fine, I'll get Shoesmith to redraft with that in mind and then I'll send you over a draft. Woohoo! Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. This is a very, this is an exciting project, so I'm glad to be a part of it. Oh, it's so good to have you, Leanne. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, thank cool. you. Bye bye. Thanks, darling. Bye. It's ready to go, is it? So that'll come over and then that'll get signed next week. I always feel a bit nervous on those lawyer conversations. I'm always a bit scared of saying something stupid or, you know, like looking like an idiot because I'm still learning so much. You know, so I sort of try and stay quiet as much as possible um, and just listen and hopefully we can be part of that journey with Anne Summers. Get the U brand out there. It's all happening. Coming Soon was brought to you by Audi and features me, Charlie Brooks, with contributions from Nan Wise. Produced and edited by Holly Aquilina, with sound designed by Ivor Manley. The executive producer is Ellie DiMartino. Hey, it's Charlie again. I just wanted to add, Anne Summers empower their customers in the bedroom and in the boardroom too. As the founders of the iconic Anne Summers parties and the creators of several safe communities, they have allowed women to establish their own businesses and feel seen and heard. Head to annsummers.com to find out more. It's a business doing pleasure. <laughs>